showing your outfit. I am. Your super fragilistic, calidocious, colorful <laughs> peacock shirt. Is I am the line of Joseph, and he ain't got nothing on me. You do got the some amazing colors. colors. Amen. Amen. Just trying to keep it interesting. You better watch out with that thing. <laughs> so we try to take it off your back. <laughs> I ain't got no fear that we're taking no shit off my back. <laughs> okay, that's a different kind of no fear here. Whoop. <laughs>
that's doing these things because you know it's not them, it's the spirit behind them. And that's why it says to pray for your enemies. Right. You know, to pray for them to be Ooh, set, set free yeah. from that. So, you know, sometimes it's really hard to pray for your enemies. And, you know, praying sometimes for some of the political people in our world right now is difficult. But when you really see it from this perspective, you can go from a place of, of hatred even to actually love and being able to pray that blessing over them and to pray for them to be delivered. But you can't, you can't do that on your own flesh. You, you, you've, got, you've got to be able to have this. And, you know, speaking positive confessions, not only over yourself, but of these other people as well too. And that's, you know, going back to the second Corinthians that we were talking about, it says, I believe and therefore I spoke. And the one thing I was wanting to point out for that is that that speaking God's word is so powerful in those times of fear, just like that lady saying feathers, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the same thing with this right here. When you understand that it's the principalities behind a man, and maybe it's even somebody that you're having a challenge with in your own family. Maybe it's a challenge that you're having at work. Having the ability to step back and look at it from this perspective, that it's not the flesh and blood, but it's the principalities. And when we're able to do that, then that's when I think that we can get into that place of really praying the appropriate prayer for that, mm -hmm. and then speaking the right words to change that situation. Because just like that feathers, feathers, feathers change that situation, your word can change whatever situation that you're dealing with. I don't care if it's sickness and disease. I don't care if it's lack in your finances. I don't care if it's a, it's a struggle that you have going on in your marriage right now. Um, there's somebody who's listening right now that's having um, a major struggle uh, in your marriage right now. It's uh, a spouse who has committed adultery on you and you're struggling really hard. The one thing that you've been doing is you've been speaking negative over that person. You, you don't want that marriage to fail, but you're speaking and you're believing the wrong way. And my encouragement to you right now is to step back, look at what we're talking about right now, get in the word of God and start to pray positive things, blessings over that thing and speak the word of God over that thing. And you will see that situation changed. Amen. In Jesus name. And I would say to that and add to that, that love never fails. Amen. And that's why the Lord came and even in the New Testament said, the one thing I require is that you love one another just as I have loved you. When you start operating in love and you don't have any unforgiveness or you don't have any of that hate, because when it says hate is murder, if you hate someone in your heart or if you're despising someone in your heart, it's like committing murder. It's well, just well, like- that's the whole part of the law. It's like thou shalt not commit murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, you should not do all these things. And then it says, but if you've even done it in your heart, you've broken the law. So if a man looks at another woman and lusts over that, but doesn't have sex with it, he still did it. He still did it. <laughs> you still committed adultery in your mind. There's a lot going on upstairs. And that, and that <laughs> was the whole thing ways. is like God put the law in place, not because he wanted to, because man said, whatever you say, we can do. And so God put that in place so that they would know that they need a savior. Which brings us all the way back to the beginning of power and love and of a sound mind, which is self-discipline. He redeemed you by his love to cleanse every thought, to clear the path. When you're operating in that perfect love, then you can move in perfect power. And that's when the power of God shows up. Amen. When you are dealing with anything that is an opposition because you're dealing with the spirit. Mm -hmm. And the way God gets involved is through love and through that power of love. When you are, when you've got your stream clean, it's just like the, I know Joseph Prince talks about that, the rod 
that golden rod that comes down. It's like the grace. If you're choking that rod of grace flowing through for you to have power in that area, if you're choking it with fear, unforgiveness, bitterness, I mean, it talks about all of those things that can actually block your blessing. But again, being redeemed in your mind and operating in love and praying for that person, just being mindful of, Lord, I can't do this because it's really difficult to pray for those that are coming against you on so many levels well, and the, yielding the, to the power, yielding to that love. And going back to what we were talking about earlier is just realizing that you're the righteousness of God in Christ. Okay. It's like, cause a lot of people think, oh man, I got in a fight with my wife today and I was leaving the house and I kicked the dog. And then on my way to work, I told two guys that they were number one on the road with the wrong finger. And I yelled at my boss when I got there. And you know, they think, how can God even bless me right now? Right? Self-condemnation, right? How could God heal me right now? And what they're doing is they're focusing on the bad that they did, thinking they can't be blessed. And God doesn't do that because when he looks at you, he looks at you through the blood. And he's redeemed you by that blood through shame of that ripped beard, which that blood that he shed on cleansing you from all shame. Because again, it goes back to what are you thinking about yourself? Again, it goes back to sound mind and self-discipline. It all starts in the mind. What you're hearing, what you're reading, what you're seeing, what you're believing, allowing it to come in. It's just very subtle. And that's why we're giving you the word. The antidote is your righteousness and love Amen. because you're not dealing again with the person. You're dealing with the spirit and the principality and the powers of the world of this air. Combating it. Jesus Must be some name. people out there battling some. Mm, that's the sword right there. People. Says the sword of the spirit. That wasn't nothing in the notes about that. That was good. <laughs> and just like you said, it's like, I've got to use that almost daily in business. Every day. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we were just talking with our daughter who has her own company. It was like, she's crying and, you know, having issues with it. I was like, it's just business. It's just <laughs> yeah, but business. I can say that after 30, 40 years of doing business. But I can remember back then crying like that as well, too. Yeah, I've you cried know? a lot myself. <laughs> but but it's, a, it's a lot about, you know, maturing and walking and doing what we're sharing with you right here and being uh, when and when the more you do it the more practice like we talked about before just practicing it practicing it and just being able to allow um those negative things just kind of you know like water off a duck's back you get to a point where it doesn't bother you anymore and you're able to walk in the spirit because you know yep. what you're dealing with you know Amen. who you are in christ you know what your power is you've gone to prayer you've partnered with someone you've spoken the word of god you're believing you're 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 exercising your faith and god's word is true just Amen. right back to the beginning his which, his power which brings us to the end one more scripture I want you to read it because you're getting ready to give the whole thing away again. <laughs> so go ahead and go. read Isaiah 54 and 14. Isaiah 54, 14, Amplified. You will be firmly established in righteousness. You will be far from even the thought of oppression. For you will not fear and from terror, for it will not come near you. Okay, so I thought this was just a great scripture just to like wrap and put everything right on top. I mean, really the second Timothy is the foundation, but this is like the cherry on the cake right here. And the word that jumped out at me of this was the word that was amplified in the amplified portion, even the thought mm -hmm. that not even the thought 
is going to come near. So I remember Kenneth Hagin said this, I know who said this one. He said, you can't stop a bird from flying over your head, but you can stop them from building a nest in your hair. Right. So the, the point about that is that thoughts are going to come. The Bible says that there's an evil one that Satan roams around like a roaring lion looking to someone who he can consume. Doesn't say he's looking for anyone or all that he consumes, someone. So that means he can't consume all. He can't attack all. He can put that thought. The, the point is, what are you going to do with that thought? Right. Are you going to let that thought build its place in your mind? Are you then going to start to meditate on that thought? When that thought of fear comes in, are you going to start rolling it over and over and over in your mind? Are you going to start meditating on that fear, letting it build to a place where it could actually take you to death? You start speaking it, you start speaking death. And what's the end result of that death? I know that sounds really strange, <laughs> like really extravagant. It's like, but that's, I mean, life and death are in the power of the tongue. That's where it takes you. So. The whole thing about this is that what we just talked about, when the thought comes, that's when you got to combat it with this word. That's why you've got to prepare yourself for when the thought comes that you know how to combat with it. And even Jesus did the same thing. When Jesus was out fasting for 40 days, the enemy came at him. If thou be the son of God, turn this stones into bread. What did he do? He didn't say, oh yeah, I'm the son of God. Let me, it's time for some bread. <laughs> sure. I, I'm hungry. This do you not know bread. who I am? Hello. <laughs> what did he do? He come, came back with the word of God. It is, it is not good to test the Lord your God. It is written. It is written. That's what he always said. It is written. The other one, he said, throw yourself off the cliff here. Won't the angels protect you? And we just talked about Psalms 91 and 10. That's what he was referring to. Right. That. And Jesus said, no, it is written. He came back with what is written. We got to do the same thing. We got to come back with it is written. We don't have to say it is written and get all spiritual on the thing. But the, the point is, is that when the thought comes from the enemy, you have a job, you have a responsibility and through self-discipline of going through and getting some of this in you. And even if it's just one word that you get in you, it's going to help you in that time of fear. That's good. Which gives me one final thing to drive me home. Let it rip. Because I was troubled over the weekend over something um, I've been you? dealing with. <laughs> oh, great woman of God, troubled? Fear comes in many packages. And when someone else is going through something and they suddenly make it your problem, you start to think about it. And you start to mull it over. And then you start to think of all these different scenarios of how things could have been differently and how you can step into help and how you're trying to be a peacemaker. But you know, when you're dealing with this spirit of opposition, they don't want peace. They just continually want to stir up dust and trouble and, and uh, fret. And it's just like, you know, but there is a scripture that says, cast your cares on God because he cares for you. The battle belongs to the Lord. Had I not known that or inside, and I can't tell you how many times over the weekend when it just would come over me, I was like, Lord, I just cast my care on you because you love me, you care for me, and I'm just going to rest, and this is your battle. The battle belongs to you. I give it over to you, and with that, you got to let it go. And even when you let it go, comes back in again. Oh, this, oh, that. You got to go back to you. I cast my cares already on you. The battle belongs to you. Come on. And it comes again. 
<laughs> well, that's the self-discipline. That's the self-discipline. You, you, you just keep hitting it. You, you know, it's like it. working out. Right. You know, it's like doing push-ups or something. You know, you're gonna get tired, but you just keep pushing it. <laughs> and you don't get muscles like this overnight. It takes years of training to get muscles like that. In the same way, your self-discipline and just reading the word and just not letting it affect you. Uh, doesn't affect me as much as it did in the past, but now it affects me less and less because I know how to combat it. I know where to go. I know who my savior is. I know he loves me and I know he's working on my behalf, even though I can't see it. But I don't let that fit, that fear come in that, you know, it's going to crush you and it's not going to work out and it's going to go in this direction. And you know, I'm not speaking that. I'm speaking, thank you, Lord. You make my enemies pay for the trouble. I'd receive double for my trouble. Hallelujah. In Jesus yeah. name. I find Satan seven times in the substance of his house to restore to me the, the years of trouble that I've been dealing with this situation. And you just continue to go and go. And I can't tell you how many restoration scriptures there are too if you are experiencing trouble and if you are having a problem that the enemy does have to pay because god fixed it so you would win so Amen. just mm, draw on that strength his power his love his sound mind yield to his self-discipline and let him go to work for you in jesus name well i think you make a really good point because you talk about it was a care right and sometimes we think that if you say i don't care people think you're irresponsible <laughs> and the Bible tells us not to care. It says to cast all your care. See, we haven't been designed to carry cares yeah. because it starts very subtle with the care. And when the world tells you, and this is, goes back into our teaching, don't be conformed to the world. The world might tell you, well, if you don't care for your kids, then you're irresponsible. It's like, I can still love my kids and take care of my kids and do everything that I need to do, but I don't need to have cares of them. Right. I'm talking about from a, a mental and a spiritual perspective because the care will then develop into a worry mm -hmm. and the worry then will then lead to a fear. It comes in very, very subtle. Okay. So in the point, you don't even care for your kids. Oh my gosh. What kind of Christian are you? Don't you that's, worry about your that's, children? That's the attack. <laughs> that's those very subtle things that the enemy okay. tries to move in to try to get into your mind to then move from a care to a worry because then you start to meditate at what if, if only, ah, bah, you're going through everything that could potentially happen. And we've talked about this before too. It's like, it's just as easy to meditate on goodness and God's word and what's going to have come out of it and do what Romans says to call those things that be not and to have that positive thing happen than to go into the negative part of it to meditate and just like we talked about choose life but then the worry the then negative, yeah. turns into that fear of death it's just like it's a it's a process that it's going through to get to that final point to get you in the fear of death mm. so that's why we got to have everything we just talked about restore lord restore restore lord restore so you know we went through all of this but what i really love about this last scripture it says that you'll be you'll be far from even the thought because that's where it all starts. Mm. So when you really get this in you and you really meditate and you spend some time on it, you'll be free and protected from even the thoughts. Okay. Because when the thought comes, you're gonna take care of it. Right. Just like that, so you don't go into what we just talked about through the that whole process. Yep. Ooh, that's good. So that's our, that's our goal, getting to the place where even a thought does not give you any, any fear. Amen. How would Amen. that have been if everybody in this entire world 
was protected in this way from the thought of fear when COVID hit. <laughs> we had no COVID. <laughs> and we're like, I, I ain't taking that. Right. I ain't taking that. No, well, we should uh, be following us. You play canoe my dwelling. Boom, done, gone. Next. Now you can trace back that, the, and here we go. I don't want to get political, but the church believing this and congregating to exercise their faith are trying to be shut down. So you got to go, okay, where is that root coming from? Trying to shut down the church from exercising their faith and believing this and not receiving that. Because if you're a carrier of the spirit of God, you are the hands and feet to heal, set free and deliver and to find alternative ways versus someone trying to control that and take away your freedom. So I'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your constitutional right. Freedom of speech and your freedom to assemble. Hallelujah. <laughs> My final word is yield to God's power for his self-discipline to come out, Amen. which is your mind. And when the thought comes, know that God loves you and he wants to take it and make it right for you. But knowing that, allowing him to come in, in that perfect love and praying against the spirit of whatever that is. That's my final word. And another um, point that you brought up earlier that I just want to go back and kind of highlight a little bit is that we talked about that positive confession mm -hmm. using our mouth. The other thing that you mentioned too is that praying in tongues. Yeah. So sometimes it's like you might not even know what to say. You might not be able to even remember the word feather. So at that point, you can pray in tongues, pray in the spirit because it's the perfect prayer because it gets your mind out of it. Mm -hmm. Because when you're praying in the spirit, you're, you're not speaking English. Your mind is not involved. So it gets you out of that ability to think negatively in your mind and gets you into a place where the Holy Spirit is praying the perfect prayer. And then you lose the power of your angels to take that perfect Amen. prayer and to make it manifest in your life. One last suggestion I want to give everybody is just the title of this, No Fear Here. Make that part of your daily decoration every single day. Say, No Fear Here. As a matter Amen. of fact, say it after me. No, no fear, fear here. here. Say it again. No, no fear, fear here. here. That'll move mountains and change circumstances and make things happen in your life that you never thought would happen and will eliminate those bad things from happening. Amen. I'm just going to remind you of all of this that we've talked about. Make the switch. Amen. Amen. Pray for the people. Absolutely. So Lord, we thank you for your power, your love, and your sound mind. Lord, yes, thank Father. you for the grace that you've given us. Hallelujah. You first give us the grace and then open up the floor that we get to commune with you to allow you in to see your power in our lives, not only in ours, but in our family and our children and our children's children. Lord, I pray you would give um, the people your power in this to pray over spiritual wickedness yes, that would Lord. try to attack them in their lives. We come against it in Jesus' name. We come over, <laughs> just declare the blood over all media, that spirit of wickedness in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray signs, miracles, and wonders and breakthrough in the lives of those hearing this, seeing this, and we loose angels to go now and bring forth restoration, healing, prosperity. Thank you, Lord in every bit Hallelujah. that Jesus died to give them, that they would live free and in faith with what you have delivered and promised, which is finished 
In Amen. Jesus' name. Lord, I just thank you that every single person that heard your word go forth today, that their minds are being transformed and their minds are not being conformed to the mind, to the world, but they are being cleansed, rejuvenated, and set free because your word says that the truth shall set us free. So as the truth has gone forth today, Lord, I pray freedom Amen. over every single person listening out there. And I thank you, Lord, for that grace that you've given for that self-discipline to come overcome every fear in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I want to remind you that faith without works is dead. So what you hear, move Operate by in. faith and operate by faith. Start exercising Amen. your faith to have power and manifestations and restorations happen in your life. I like that you said exercise. So it's almost like you can get a diet plan and a workout from a personal trainer. He says, here's your new diet and your new exercise plan. And then you take it and you go home and it just sits there. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't exercise. You need a donut. <laughs> you didn't exercise nothing. You're exercising this way. So you got to exercise. It's like you said, it's that self-discipline yeah. of, of exercising. Go and exercise the word in your life. Draw on the grace. Amen. Amen. Till next time. Remember, we love you. We're praying for you. Peace. No fear here. Yes, ma'am. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs>